Hold the Line with Mike Solon is sponsored by Heart to Heart Medical Supply. Heart to Heart is an American company offering FDA-registered respirator masks at the lowest prices. Heart to Heart offers free, same-day shipping, and by using the promo code HOLD20 at checkout, you can save 20% off your entire order. Visit hearttoheart.com. That's H-A-R-T, the number two, H-A-R-T, dot com. Hearttoheart.com. This defund anti-policed rhetoric and narrative spewed by this former employee of this chocolate and coffee establishment represents just a small, vocal, yet loud group that continues to influence our elected leaders in this city. The line must be drawn here! This far, no farther! This is where we hold them! This is where we fight! We will not go quietly into the night! We will not vanish! Not a fight! Hold the Hey, welcome back to Hold the Line with Mike Solon. Today we are addressing the Chocolati controversy involving two SPOG members who unfortunately were treated in a manner that is not reflective of Seattle's values last Tuesday on the 27th. As we all know, Chocolati, this incident, uh, the location in Wallingford, became a national story when an employee there unfortunately uh, decided to not serve two cops, all because of what they were wearing, what they represented, because they were in the uniform. The employee said, I don't want to serve you. And this is all captured in a story from the post-millennial. And when the post-millennial reporter attempted to get contact with the employee at that Chocolati location, the employee said, go F, you fill in the blank, yourself. So since this story broke and it became national, another SPOG member came forward with a similar story of how they were refused service at another Chocolati location. So why is this significant? Why should this behavior be spotlighted? Because this discrimination and all kinds of discrimination should be exposed. Assumptions about the officer's character were made by the uniform they simply wear as they professionally serve this city. It's no different from judging someone by the color of their skin, their gender, or sexual orientation. It's pure discrimination. Now, the employee appears to be a believer in the false narrative of the anti-cop, what would you call it, fervor. It's basically more an extension of the defund police narrative that is plaguing not just this city, but other major urban cities across the nation. But I want to be clear. This type of rhetoric, abhorrent as it is, as discriminatory as it is, it doesn't reflect 
the reasonable community in Seattle. This defund anti-police rhetoric and narrative spewed by this former employee of this chocolate and coffee establishment represents just a small, vocal, yet loud group that continues to influence our elected leaders in this city to further the defund police narrative. You know, this reasonable community, they understand how necessary law enforcement is for everybody's public safety. The reasonable crowd understands this. The defund crowd isn't interested in these types of conversations. They want to continue to divide our communities. You know, it's been almost a year since the death of George Floyd in Minnesota. And still to this day, the unreasonable Twitter mob does nothing but vilify the police day in and day out. And unfortunately, they have been successful in convincing our city council to follow suit as they, the council continues to mull over more funding cuts, more defunding nonsense. Meanwhile, this comes at a time when our homicide rates have exploded over 50%. It's at a time when we've lost over 270 cops. Think about that. That's almost a third of the police force. Doesn't make any sense to me. All because of the lack of political support. If you look at that data and analyze it, that's the lowest uniform coverage for patrol purposes since the 1980s. If this doesn't concern you, the viewership, the reasonable community, it should. Crime in one way or the other will visit your doorstep if this trend continues. So yesterday, I was contacted by one of the officers that was denied service last Tuesday. And that officer was invited for a sit-down meeting with the owner of that Chocolati establishment in Wallingford. And their meeting was to happen yesterday. So the officer reached out to me and said, hey, I want you to come because nobody else from the department is going to be there. And I don't know why that occurred. But obviously, it falls in my, this falls in my camp because I am concerned about the level of discontent and, and just pure hatred to just police in general, particularly in this city, by these loud activists. So I took it upon myself to go there with the officers, and we actually sat down with the owner of Chocolate. Now, I'm not going to identify who he is. I know it's out there in media reports, but I'm not going to take part in identifying anybody. And out of respect for him, I told him I would not. The reality is, we had a great conversation. Terrific conversation. 
the two officers in uniform. I was out of uniform. I think you've seen the picture on social media that I put out there. You know, the owner apologized to both of those officers directly. And we took a walk around the neighborhood just chatting, talking about the issue. And I think we had a connection that was real and authentic. He told them that the employee in question had been fired and that her actions do not reflect the views of Chocolati, his establishment. It went so far as to he even offered to include other employees that he's in control of for further conversations about community and the relationship to police. And I've, as we talked more, I could see how this was way, how it weighed on him, this experience. Um, he told me that he had received over 10,000 emails objecting to the treatment of the officers to a point where he even had death threats. So I'd like to address this in two ways. 10,000 emails is a ton of pushback. I mean, I've had pushback, but not to the level of 10,000 emails. And it tells me that this is proof that these unreasonable activists are a very small minority and that the majority of Seattle citizens support our officers. This level of pushback. It's like, hey, officers should not be treated in this manner. No discrimination should hit any, anybody in our society, let alone police. So 10,000 emails is a lot. But I also want to address that too. And I want to make it very clear. Like, let's not succumb to the cancel culture by meeting hate with more hate. It's only going to divide us further. And death threats don't help anybody. There's no more room on the cancel culture train. It's full. Don't buy any more tickets. Yesterday, we went to Chocolati to have a genuine conversation, to understand each other, to listen. You know, it would be very easy for me to use this platform that I'm trying to develop to try to cancel that owner in that Chocolati establishment. You know, I could easily say and ask for, to boycott this place, but that doesn't change anything. In fact, it continues the divide, a false narrative, which I've been pushing back hard against about just the false narratives that plague police. So please understand, we must cancel, cancel culture and not participate in the divisive rhetoric. Hold the Line with Mike Solon is sponsored by StopDefunding.com. The senseless trend of defunding police departments must be stopped. 
Over 200,000 reasonable citizens have already signed our petition, and we need your help. Visit StopDefunding.com and add your signature to help us protect public safety. Now more than ever, our voices must be heard. Speak up at StopDefunding.com. You know, I, I admire that owner's leadership and courage to address this. And he said something to me that I took away as not only just the apology for the ex-employee's actions, but he said something to me that was profound and it registered with me because it's what police deal with all the time, especially in the media narrative and the activist cycle of per- perpetuating more hyper-focus and more energy without full context to to situations, in particular viral videos with police deadly force, which they're all tragic. But what he said to me was striking. He wanted, as he talked about how he was handling this situation with the employee, he wanted to make sure that he gathered all the facts and understand the circumstances before he took action. And I think that led to the delay in his second Facebook post about how he addressed the situation. I think people used that as an opportunity that he was trying to protect that employee. Well, he said to me that he wanted to gather all the facts and circumstances before he made a decision, before he cast judgment. And for me, that's profound because it registers, registered with me, that perhaps when a police use of force video is released, usually it's five to ten second clips that's spliced by the media, cut up. Perhaps if we just took a second and paused and waited for all the facts and circumstances to be learned, digested, instead of jumping on not a complete assessment of things or a complete account of things is a better way of putting it, before we cast judgment, then perhaps these conversations would be a little bit easier to have instead of being met with uninformed positions where people paint as all police with the same brush. Wouldn't it be a better community to live in if we just took the time to gather all the facts and circumstances and get informed properly? So moving forward, the next time you see that viral video clip of an officer unfortunately having to use deadly force, become that critical thinker and say, you know what, there's always context, there's always a story to this. Let's gather all the information before we rush to judge an officer's actions. And in closing, I understand that police aren't perfect. We aren't. We're humans. We try to do a difficult job in the service of others. We deeply care about that service. I hope you stand with us, the reasonable crowd, to say no to cancel culture, 
no to prejudging things, and joining the reasonable conversations. We can work it out when we talk directly with people instead of casting judgment. Clearly, these officers were met with discriminatory behavior. We're better than that. I hope you pass this message on. Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care.